What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Rated Excellent. My name's Exy. This is my little corner of the internet where I can talk about the music, the video games, the whatever the fuck I feel like. And today, I don't really know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, I am trying to record this in a, a different program. I usually use Audacity, and then I edit this in Adobe Audition. But I figured, why not cut up the middleman and I can just record it straight in Adobe Edition and then go right into editing instead of exporting away file, importing it, and so on and so on. But yeah, we'll see how this goes. Uh, it took a little bit of trial and error to actually get this going. Adobe programs are usually pretty good, but uh, Audition's not super user friendly when it comes to trying to figure out how to even record like editing everything seems really parallel to like Premiere which is what I use for video editing but as far as like recording this audio inside of Audition it took a little bit of fucking work um there I mean it has the record button down there but it's not clickable until you do like four or five other things it's just not quite as user friendly as audacity but i'm hoping that i can get used to it and it will save some time in recording the podcast and getting it edited up and who knows i might actually get good enough to where i can just like do this all as one fluid motion with the intro music and then go right into starting the episode and then i can click the outro music right on and That'll cut out even more editing. But we'll see what happens. Anyway, this is the big episode 10. Woo! Yeah, we made it. Um, wasn't super excitable, but I listen to a lot of podcasts that they don't make it to episode 10. Like, they'll get three or four episodes in and then you never hear from them again. And a lot of the bigger podcasters, they say that, like, once you start it's really hard to get to episode 10 like that's like some big hurdle or something like can you stay passionate about something long enough to actually make it through 10 of these recordings and here we are number 10 and still looking like we're gonna go strong <laughs> but yeah like I started in the uh, podcast on the go recording Let's just jump right into what am I playing this week? And eventually maybe I'll put like some type of little sound effect or something here, you know, to like open the segment. We'll see. Um, still, I, di I didn't play any more of uh, Pokemon Fire Red. No stream. That's a that's a stream only game. I did a slight little off tangent moment here. With all the stuff that's kind of going on with Twitch is not turning a profit and Amazon says they're okay with it, but yeah, I don't know. And honestly, I've never, I've never been a huge fan of streaming on Twitch since YouTube brought on their streaming thing. I was just kind of doing it to expand my avenue of content out in the world. 
but honestly, I I don't really like streaming on Twitch. And with all the stuff that's come out in the last week, you know, nothing super negative, not not anything like kick. And it seems like every time I start, like I'm going to get into the groove of streaming and then the platform I choose just fucks off. That goes way back to there was a platform. What was it called? I think it was called stream.io or something like that. It had the word stream was like the the main part of the name, which made it really hard to say. It's like Streamio or something. Uh, but, you know, I streamed on there for like, I, I don't know, maybe three months. And I was right on the edge of hitting partner status. And then you just wake up the next morning and it's gone. Like, completely gone. Like, there's no trace of it anywhere. <sighs> so then it was back to Twitch for a little while, and then YouTube launched their thing, and, you know, I already have an established uh, footprint on YouTube. So I'm going to move all the streaming over there. And then I got out of streaming completely for a while, and coming back... I had this plan of I'm going to use YouTube for YouTube stuff, you know, VODs. Um, now they also host this podcast, uh, but they get it a week late. So if you want to hear this podcast a week earlier, you have to listen to it on like Apple Podcasts or Spotify and stuff like that. By the time it shows up on YouTube, I've already probably recorded and uploaded a whole nother episode that you could be listening to. That was also a little side tangent to this tangent that we're on. But now I go back to Twitch and I'm just not really feeling Twitch. So I think I am going to move the streams back over to YouTube. In fact, in fact I spent the last um, better part of an hour, hour and a half uh, recalibrating all of my um, stream deck stuff and testing. I did like a little private test stream so that I could get my audio calibrated properly because that was an issue that I had on the uh, first Pokemon Fire Red live stream is I never realized that my vocal volume was as low as it was and I think part of that was also I just had the mic too far away so I played around got a pretty good idea of where the mic needs to be like the range of what it will pick up and how close it has to be and also I kind of lowered the volume down of the the game volume and then I would just went and did the same thing for what goes through um, like coming from the Xbox and the PlayStation so moving forward we should be all set there um, then I guess I just got to relearn how to stream on YouTube which honestly that's kind of part of why I didn't like Twitch is because YouTube has a lot more of the let's prepare this to be a VOD features like it has the the custom thumbnail and you can do the, the title and the game selection just like Twitch but you can go ahead and have everything in there you have the option to um, as soon as it's over make it private and then I can edit out like the uh, 
the starting soon stuff and the BRB screens, I can edit that out right there on YouTube. I don't even have to open Premiere, which can speed up the process too, which, you know, that's a, that's a big part of this is you got to have time to be able to do all of it. And if I can eliminate some steps, I can get more stuff done. Anything that would like need to be like fast forwarded or anything like that, I'll still have to do in Premiere, but I'm not so sure I'm going to be doing a whole lot of that anyway. So yeah, that was just like a massive tangent just to basically say that I'm moving streams from Twitch to YouTube. Um, for the sake of continuity, I'm going to throw up the VOD for the last stream of Fire Red that was done on Twitch so that that context is there so that when I do the streams on YouTube, anybody that wants to pop in can already be, you know, caught up with what happened previously. And then we'll just go from there. All right. So now how the fuck did I even get on this tangent? Oh, I was basically saying that I haven't played Fire Red because of the stream only game. I have played some more Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, not really like pushing that really hard. I'm just kind of casually walking through it and just enjoying looking around and like trying to fuck around and solve the puzzles, the the puzzles, trying to solve the puzzles without looking up the solutions online. Like trying to find the notebooks that have the um, the safe combinations and the 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 padlock combinations. You know, trying trying to play it like. You're supposed to, not just by following along with a walkthrough. Like, I don't want to know what happens next. I know what happens next, but I don't want to be like, all right, I got to I gotta go to uh, the star's office and got to search this desk and get the notebook. And that has these three letters, and but you got to read them backwards to be able to undo this. I don't want to be doing all that. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of like casually playing through there. In fact, I just got to the part where um, Marvin tells you to come back to the lobby and it's got Leon outside the gate. So the helicopter's about to crash. So it's about to get good. That is pretty much all I've played. I mean, I haven't had much time to do much else. As far as what I'm watching, um, been watching a little bit of Hell's Kitchen. I think it's the 20 something versus the 40 something or whatever it's called season. I like Hell's Kitchen. Um, yeah, it gets a little repetitive at times. Like if you try to watch season after season after season, binge style, it can kind of lose its luster but when you haven't watched it for like a year and then you come back it's like this is just a fucking great show speaking of a great show uh well I'll, I'll get to that later that's that's gonna be content stuff um I, I got like a bunch of other shows that are on my backlog or like I started binging them and I got to get back and like finish off the season. So maybe I'll work on that this coming week. I also got to do another mini-sode. But I, I can kind of just throw those out whenever. 
Uh, I'm also kind of halfway planning to, um, in another 10 episodes, when we get to episode 20, that might be when I'll be ready to start doing the, uh, let's call it a TOC retrospective for now, um, or the everything you don't know about what happened. But I need to find some time to actually go back and watch some of the content and take some notes. So I'm kind of halfway shooting for episode 20 being the first one. And then maybe like every fifth episode. So like 25, 30, 35, 40. I'm hoping to have it finished by 50. But we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um... Well, see, that's that's pretty much it as far as what I've been watching or what I plan to be watching. Uh, well, I guess I didn't t- touch on gaming. I, I mean, I did touch on it, but I didn't finish the thought because I ended up picking up some games on PS Five during the the end of year sale. So I finally got uh Spider Man, Miles Morales, and Spider Man Two. I got like the deluxe pack that had had a minute and I picked up God of War and God of War Ragnarok but I still gotta finish Final Fantasy 7 Remake and I haven't started Intergrade and I have got to put a dent in my backlog this year (sighs) yeah so I think that's probably gonna do it for this little intro segment that I've started to develop um I'm going to grab a quick drink of water from my circle. Uh, ooh, white cherry. That's a good flavor. Uh, Honeycrisp apple is still the best fucking flavor, though, but white cherry is a good second. I'm going to get a quick drink of water, and then we'll get into whatever the fuck I'm going to talk about today. Okay, so. Since I've been playing Resident Evil 2 Remake, I've kind of been dabbling with some other uh, Resident Evil content here on YouTube. A couple of reviews, a couple of playthroughs, some retrospectives, some what-if scenarios, all that. Uh, I've I've stayed away from the the extra scenarios in RE2 Remake, like uh, the Ghost Survivor and the Tofu and all that. Because I still haven't played those, and I intend to do that at the end of this playthrough. But in doing that, you know, I've just kind of been like on this Resident Evil kick. And it got me thinking that I previously said that I think that we're probably going to see something about the Resident Evil Code Veronica remake this year. But the more I think about it, we got two, we got three, and we got four remade. So now we're kind of like at this weird crossroads where if we go to Code Veronica or if we go to five, either way is going to involve Chris Redfield. However, so far, other than being mentioned by Claire and Jill there has not been any sight of Chris Redfield up to this point so for the old school fans we know what's going on but for the people that just came into it 
at like say Resident Evil 7 or even just Resident Evil 2 Remake you don't really have an understanding of who Chris is unless you've gone back and done research on him so now it's got me thinking that instead of getting RE5 Remake or Code Veronica Remake I think I'm leaning more towards the possibility of we could be looking at an actual Resident Evil 1 new version remake, like in in the style that they've done the last three remakes. Now, I know that can cause some contention because Resident Evil's already been remade and it improved on the game so much on the GameCube, but that's nothing compared to what these new remakes are. So they, they might have to come up with like a, a different way to market this one. Like this might have to be like Resident Evil. They might actually have to put the one in it so that it's differentiated from the one that came out on the GameCube and then ported to pretty much everything after that. Now, uh, then that brings up the topic of what about Resident Evil Zero? So what if they just combined most of the story elements from Resident Evil Zero or even do that as like a like a DLC prequel campaign. Maybe just drop Billy and it's just Rebecca. And then you do the Resident Evil story and you know that segues you right into Resident Evil 3 and 2 respectively because 3 does take place just a couple of days before 2 does. But that would also give more context as to what is going on with Jill and why she's so PTSD and her, uh, the dream that she's having in the intro where she's getting infected. Um, you know, that there could be a lot of cool callbacks and a lot of cool tie-ins that they could do by hitting that first. And then they could go to code Veronica or five. Um, Either way would be fine with me. But, you know, that was just something that I was thinking about that we're, if we get those remakes, we're about to have Chris Redfield. And there's a lot of people that don't know who Chris Redfield is and where he originated. So, I don't know. Could be interesting. But that, that was just my thoughts on what the next remake could be because we still don't know what it is yet and they haven't really dropped any hints uh, and now with E3 being completely dead it's kind of hard to say like when that that big reveal moment is going to take place I mean I, I imagine we're going to we're going to see something Resident Evil this year I kind of am leaning more towards I would prefer it to be at least one remake 
over nine because I still haven't finished Resident Evil 7 and I haven't even started Resident Evil 8 and I kind of would rather get caught up to those before nine comes out but I guess if they announce nine then I'm just gonna have to suck it up and just fucking jump over to those and play them but I was kind of having hopes that they would finish off the remakes like we still need zero one code veronica five and six and with the way that they're kind of changing the story a little bit so far um you know maybe the direction that they take with five and then eventually six could have some type more of tie-in with seven which would then make the entire storyline make a lot more sense. Um, I don't know how they would do it, but maybe by the end of six, they have have some type of um, even if it's just a cutscene of something happening with the um, the the. The, the boat, the, the ship that got, um, damn, I'm having a lot of trouble getting to this work. The boat that was in the swamp that was stuck and fucked up that had Evie on it there. God, why was that so hard? <sighs> and, you know, then there, that, that would be some type of tie into like, okay, this is definitely still the same Resident Evil universe. And then the, the newspaper stuff that references the 98 incident, you know, now we're, we're all getting tied in. That's just some thoughts on Resident Evil. <sighs> I think I also previously had mentioned something about a, Banjo-Kazooie collection or remaster that would lead into Banjo 3E. I'm, I'm just going to stick on that bandwagon. Every predictions video, um, whatever takes the place of E3, the Game Awards, all that. Uh, I want my damn Banjo-Kazooie. I just felt like throwing that in there. But I guess circling back around to Resident Evil, since that's pretty much the main topic of this episode. Um, you know, I'd like I'd also like to see something get done uh, with the with the like, well, I mean, all of the spinoff games would be great. But like the the Dark Side Chronicles and the Umbrella Chronicles, because they do imply that, like, some of that stuff is canon. I mean, like, Operation Javier is where Leon and Krauser know each other from, so... It'd be nice to get something from those games as well to come in. Um, it's a little too late for Operation Javier to be, like, DLC for RE2 or something because RE4 is already out and we already know who Krauser is and it's been talked about but they did reference Javier in the game like in the, in the file notes 
So that's it. They're at least acknowledging it. But then, like, the other spinoff games, um, like, uh, was it Dead Aim? I think that, that took place on a cruise ship, and it was like this weird, you walk around third person, but then you have to go in the first person to, to shoot. But, like, I, I've watched this retrospective that went over what the actual story was. And the story sounds really interesting. And hey, it's um, uh, like I, j I just mentioned the the ship in Resident Evil 7 that Evie was on. Maybe that could be like some type of tie in, like in between Resident Evil 6 and Resident Evil 7. That maybe there could be like a reimagining of of Resident Evil Dead Aim. I'm pretty sure it was called Dead Aim. Might have been. No, Survivor was like the on rail shooter thing, kind of like. Umbrella Chronicles. And then there was Survivor Code Veronica. Um, yeah, and maybe do something with the Outbreak games. Because the internet is way better than it used to be. Multiplayer games, I mean, Call of Duty, Halo, all that. World of Warcraft. All, all, all of the infrastructure is there now. Like we, we could like really have a good outbreak series game. Which just go back and, I mean, yeah, you, you had file one and file two, and there's there's the rumored file three that was in development. Just remake them all into like one, or even do it as. Well, man, no, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say do it as seasons, but eventually either the, the, the Raccoon City incident comes to an end one way or another, or you run out of people that could possibly have escaped and survived. So, yeah. I guess that couldn't be a a continual life online game, but you could do it as some type of online campaign. You might have to reserve it back to maybe a three to four person party. Like you probably can't have eight people going at it because that, that would get can probably confusing with puzzles and stuff. But I, I, I think that if, Outbreak got remade and you know they did the online right and they didn't do the fucking microtransactions out the ass I, I think Outbreak could probably prosper pretty well I know that's kind of what they were doing with Project Resistance and Umbrella Core but Those just weren't good games. <laughs> I played Resistance for... I don't know. I think I probably cumulatively tried to play it for about 12 total hours. And it just wasn't good. The, the concept behind it is really good. But the actual execution of it just 
wasn't. I mean, I, me personally, I actually prefer single player stuff. So that's a part of why I didn't like it. But even the people that are into multiplayer stuff, they weren't massive fans of it either. I probably would have liked it more if there strictly was a single player aspect to it. And I don't know, maybe there is now. I like as I when I was done playing it, I'm like I'm done. I'm I I deleted it off of the hard drive and I'm done. But then again, instead of the possibility of doing like a dead aim reimagining in between um six and seven they could do another cg movie too because the cj cj the cg movies take place in the video game canon so maybe that's how they're gonna tie it in because they're almost up to i think they're almost up to the resident evil 6 events in the movies That could be cool if they do a movie. I think I'd rather have the game, but if if it has to be a movie, I, I can settle for that. And since we're on the topic of um, non-game related media, I know this is a hot take, but God damn it, Netflix, give us a season two of the Resident Evil show that you did. I know that it was the cool thing to not like it, but honestly, I, I really fucking like that show. And then I want to I want a season two. Apparently there was a season two already all written out and ready to go. But by like episode four of season one, Netflix has already pulled the plug and just canceled it. But. I don't know what would have happened in season two. Maybe one day we'll get the script leak at least. But I think whatever was going to happen, that was going to be where the show got his foothold. Because the whole first season, like you're, you're building up the foundation. And then in the future timeline, the what will eventually be. And now you've got all this space in between that you can just go. <sighs> but I know that'll never happen. Like I said, maybe we'll get lucky one day and we'll get the script leak or maybe like a graphic novelization. Something. Maybe. But yeah, I, I just had those thoughts about what the what the next remake could be because I've been playing RE2 remake and it just kind of went from there like I I think the Resident Evil franchise as a whole is probably in the best place it's ever been since Resident Evil 4 originally came out on the GameCube like, this is the most traction it's probably had since then. And as long as Capcom doesn't slip up and fuck it up, 
They've they've got like their go golden goose now. Just don't fuck it up. Keep listening to the fans and stay the fuck away from microtransactions. So with that said, that this is probably a good place to end. So quick recap. Um VOD from Pokemon Fire Red should be up on YouTube at some point soon. Streams are migrating back to YouTube just because I prefer YouTube's whole back-end structure over Twitch's. That's the short version. Uh, and fucking Resident Evil's awesome. Yeah. Alright, so aside from that, let's we're pretty much coming to an end. So, as always, if you're interested, check out the show notes. There's some affiliate links there and a link to the Patreon. And if it's on YouTube, it's in the description box below. If you're interested in trying those products, please use those links because I, I do get benefits from them. I have, like, free circle flavors and things like that. And, uh... Yeah, we'll see what we talk about next week. Let's stop.